Hello there, and welcome to the podcast, Lifting the Veil. I'm your host, Noelle Cellini. In this episode, we're going to talk about synchronicities and what they mean when you spot them in your life. Synchronicities are a wink from the universe. They're a sign that you're getting warmer. Keep going. It's really an encouragement of, yes, you are on the right path. Now, synchronicities happen when we align with the flow of the universe. Now, what is this flow? The flow is the flow or the pace of nature. And we have to remember that we are nature. Our bodies are not plastic, it's not made of plastic. Our bodies are not machines. So we are nature, just as we are in tune with the rising of the sun. We rise with the sun and ideally we should be getting tired when the sun goes down. If not, then our circadian rhythm is is out of whack, is out of balance. But we are really in tune to nature, just as the sun is the strongest or at its peak in the sky from about 11 to 1, that is also when our digestion is at its strongest and at its peak as well. If we go back to look at TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, which is thousands, 5,000 plus years old, and I talked about this a little bit in the episode about what are veils and how to identify them, but if we look at our digestion, and we look at our stomach as like a pot, a warm pot. We want it to be warm that breaks down our food properly so we can assimilate those nutrients. The spleen is like the fire under that pot, warming it up. And that is strongest. Our digestion is also strongest when the sun is highest in the sky. Now, if we go back and look at the ancients or even our grandparents, and they would have their biggest meal of the day, at lunch, when the sun is highest in the sky, when our digestion is strongest. Now, this would do a couple things. One, it would get them out of the, the heat, the prime heat of the day. We do need to absorb the sun. It is very healing, but unlike we do today, where we go sit at pools and sit there and bake and get darker and darker each day, that's fine, but we are not, the ancients would never sit in the sun and just sit out there and absorb it day after day, they would get sun from working in the fields and being outside, but they would not sit there and just lie by a pool and absorb it consistently. But also it gets them out of the sun, but it also then allows for a rest after eating this larger meal. So the rest would get them out of the sun, but resting comes from the fact that digestion is our body's biggest energy output, more so than sleeping, more so than sex, than reading, than writing, than exercise. It is the biggest energy expenditure that our body does. So we are in tune to nature. We are nature. Our bodies are not plastic and we are not machines. Now this flow of nature, this pace of nature is actually a lot slower than what we are operating at now. It's a lot slower than what we are used to. It is a lot slower than what our society promotes and encourages. Because if we look at nature, aside from something like a quick moving summer storm and a tornado, which even those are very, very fast and very, very quick, they're actually 
very short as well. They they happen in a in the space of a few minutes. A tornado can happen for five minutes and be done, and then then break up and disappear into you know not not be a tornado anymore. A quick moving summer storm rains really heavy, and then it moves out. It doesn't consistently rain heavy for hours and hours on end. So aside from those few things in nature, nature is a lot slower and we are nature. That is the pace of the universe. That is the pace and the flow we're talking about. So again, you cannot grow a baby. It takes nine months to grow a baby. When we plant a seed, it does not peak up overnight. It does not peak up out of the soil in a few days. It takes some time. We do not build a nest overnight. So that is the pace of nature. And that is the pace we are looking for. And to go back to those storms and the tornadoes really quickly, I bring that up because we are going at this unnatural pace where we are always going, always doing, always active, always on email. We're never allowing that time to sit back to relax because that has been labeled as unproductive or only when we have time for it. If we make, That's what vacations are for. And we're going to talk more and more about that because that is feminine and masculine energy and we need both but right now it's really focusing on that is the pace of nature and that is the pace we're looking for so it is a lot slower than what we are used to the way I kind of describe it or the way it really comes through for me is if I think of my body in thirds and the first front part of my body is the first third and then the middle part of my body if we were cutting it into thirds is the middle part of my body and the last third is the back of my body so the back of my head my neck my shoulders my back my butt my thighs my calves my knees that is actually where when I'm going about my day and the majority of the people and pace of things around me is that much quicker actually very unnatural pace of things, I remind myself to just sit back a little bit and I feel it in that back third of my body. That's where I feel it. And oh, there it is. So when we're emailing somebody or texting somebody or whatever it is, we're of course hoping and wishing and thinking that they're going to be on their phone or on their computer as much as we are. When we sit back a little bit, we know it's it's going to be there. It's going to come through exactly when it needs to come through. That is the pace of nature. It's not thinking, oh, something's wrong or they're ignoring me or they don't want to they don't want to do it or I said something that offended them. No, it's just the pace of nature. So this is going to take some time to unlearn, to unlearn that it isn't just because somebody doesn't respond quickly doesn't mean that it's a no or doesn't mean that they're offended or doesn't mean that they're ignoring us. It just is, again, that pace of nature and that is the flow. Of course, if we were to describe the flow, we know we've all heard, oh, you're in the flow or I was in the flow. That's where I was or what I was doing. We may be reading a really good book or working on something and all of a sudden we look up and three, four, five hours have passed. That is what being in the flow is like. We are not pushing and forcing our way through life. I like to share the quote with people that relaxation is who you are. Anxiety is who you think you should be. 
So again, this is not easy. We live in a world where most people and things in society encourage always going and doing and productive. And as a side note of that, I have to remember that that is a very masculine energy dominated world that we are living in. And masculine energy is the right side of the body. Masculine energy is the sun. Masculine energy is going and doing. Whereas feminine energy is intuition. Feminine energy is allowing and receiving. Feminine energy rules the left side of the body. Why most of us usually have pain on the left side more than the right, because we're we aren't used to using our intuition. We don't know what it sounds like. We aren't used to following it. We aren't used to tapping into it and using it to guide our world. We're used to just going and doing and putting 20 things on our to-do list and doing all those 20 things in a day. Whereas if we look at nature, she does not do 20 things on her to-do list. Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. I accomplish more things in a day by first getting quiet to be able to hear the guidance and the nudges and the ideas coming through, receptive feminine energy, left side of the body, and then I act, which is masculine, the right side of the body, doing and going. We need both in balance. And actually, this is why I could send two emails in a day and get two clients versus sending 30 emails a day and maybe you're hoping or wishing to get one or two. Because if we just act all the time versus getting quiet, then we hear the ideas and then we act. We take inspired action. This is what prevents burnout instead of just always going and doing. So I would actually make time for self-care and quiet first instead of, oh, only when I have time for it or only on vacation. This is part of the flow. So I want to bring that up because ideally, synchronicities should start to become more of a daily occurrence for us because we are in that flow. We are recognizing signs from our intuition. We are then recognizing what to do with those signs, whether it's asking us to let go or to shift into something or to move forward with something or to contact somebody or maybe that action isn't needed right now. You just need to sink into a feeling. In the last podcast episode, I brought up the example of sinking into that queen energy. Remember, queen energy is very different than king energy. Queen is very intuitive, sitting back a little bit. She takes no shit from people, whereas I picture king energy is a little more structured, a little more laying down the law and by the book feminine energy and queen energy to me is being able to read between the lines and doesn't need to respond to everything just she can take it in and then respond when needed so if if we were to sink into that right now what does that feel those are the action steps that those signs are getting us to do whether it's the signs of repeating numbers or finding feathers or coins or a song that gets stuck in our head the action steps are not always email somebody make a video um you know go for a walk they can be just to sink into embody a certain feeling because remember again the universe speaks vibration and energy it does not speak 
English, French, German, Italian. It does not speak what the pictures are in your vision board. It does not speak the words that are written down in your journal, your manifestation list. It speaks energy. So it's always guiding us. We live in a benevolent universe, not a malevolent universe, getting back to our higher self. And who is our higher self? Our higher self is love, joy, health, and abundance. That is our natural state. So it's always guiding us to shift, let go, embrace, or do to get us back to our higher higher self. It is having a weak intuition that that sometimes inhibits us from understanding why we met that person and it didn't work out or why that job popped up and then went away before we even had a chance to really you know, interview or go or show off our talents and our skills or even our resume. It's just getting us to shift or and to embrace or start thinking of that city. And we never thought of that city before as a possibility for a job for for a vacation, whatever it is. So this is synchronicities. It is a sign that you are in that flow. You are hearing guidance. You're moving forward with it. And to share a very quick example, when I first started the site Lifting the Veil, and I'm going to talk about the energy I worked, energy worker I worked with in the next segment, but I had connected with her because when I started my part-time job, I really felt like I was moving so far away from all the things I desired. I felt like all the things on my vision board and the images in my head, they were behind plexiglass and I just couldn't get to them. I felt like this is not it. Something's blocking me. And so I reached out to the two spiritual groups I was in on Facebook because those were my connections at the time. I did not have an abundance of friends like I do now who speak quote unquote the same language I do where we talk about energy and limiting beliefs and veils and consciousness and all those things and one woman responded remember we think that there's several different doors but there really is only ever one we just get confused remember the universe does not send mixed messages we just interpret it as mixed messages we're hoping it will be what we think in our limited analytical ego mind but it really is always just one And she had suggested cutting some cords, that there probably was some energy blocking me. And as we work together, she lives in California. I have still never met her to this day. And she did everything with her pendulum, figuring out what cords were there, who they were, who I was corded to. One was I was corded to my mom. Another one was a past boyfriend. We went through things and cleared some things. We entered some new beliefs. And then at the end, she just said, oh, and are you starting a site? And I had shared with her that, yes, I was starting a site and that the name was going to be Undiscovered Luxury because this was an idea I had. And it was going to be about all those things I talk about now, harmony, health, and spirituality. And she said, no, your body doesn't like the name. Remember, our bodies hold wisdom. We just get deterred and pulled in other directions from what this person said or this study says or what they say on TV where as we intuitively know we know how to take care of ourselves we know that we don't feel good when we go to bed so late we know we don't feel the best when we eat that food or hang out with that person we do intuitively know how to take care of ourselves 
So she had said, your body doesn't like the name and this undiscovered luxury, which I had already bought the domain and I still own it to this day, undiscoveredluxury.com. So with her pendulum, we went over some words, what was a yes, what was a no. And she said, now sit with it over the next couple of days, come up with something and do the numerology on it. And over the next couple of days, I had this strong idea of lifting the veil. And I did the numerology on it. I think it's a seven or a 77. And a seven, if we remember in numerology, seven is the one looking back. So it's our most inward spiritual number, inward reflecting spiritual number. And I had emailed to share this with her that I'd come up with this name. And she said, that's great. I love it. And when I wrote her back, I shared that the idea had really come from this book I had read. This book was from my naturopath's office in her office in the suburbs that I had only been to once because I always went to visit my naturopath in the city, which was closest for me, downtown Chicago. When I went to her office once, I picked up a book and she just random books there on all sorts of things, herbs, natural healing. Um, this was a spirituality book. And I shared with her that this book, I think it was called the Ascension Handbook, as information in it was channeled by Serapis Bay. I told her about this book and I said, in there he mentions that here on Earth, more than any other planet, the veils are thickest more than any other planet out there. And we are just shroud in so many veils. And I really, that always stuck out in my mind that always was kind of that phrase just was always there. And she said, she wrote me back and she said, Noelle, Serapis Bay is who I work with to do my healing work that I do. She said he only, that's who I channel and who guides my healing work. She said he only works with 300 souls on this planet. He does not work with you, but the way and the frequency of how you refer people is because then they can now work with me to do the healing that they now are ready to do. So that was talk about a clear synchronicity of it wasn't again X marks a spot or the treasure is here. It really was a synchronicity of what they mean. Keep going. You're on the right path. You are getting warmer. Keep following that nudge and idea. It didn't mean that he was going to come channeling through me and set up the website for me, I still had to move forward with my ideas. And so I bought the domain. I moved forward with that name. And then I also like to share that if you've ever been to my website, there are several categories. There's health, spiritual guidance, there's recipes. But now, Undiscovered Luxury is one of those categories. And I share that story because I've told several people about that. And they like hearing that, oh, I'm so glad that it made its way into a subcategory of your site. Because that idea that I had for Undiscovered Luxury was not wrong. Remember, nothing's ever wrong. I don't like labeling things wrong. It just took on a different form as I moved forward with things. And of course, I can still do something with undiscoveredluxury.com, but now it's still there. That message and that download and that idea that I got was still there. It just wove its way differently as I move forward on my path. Now, I guarantee you if I would have moved forward and called it this name and not have done Lifting the Veil, that 
I would have been really nudged and really pushed and blocks would have put in my path to get me to name it lifting the veil because there have been there's been so much stuff around it and it is really mine to bring forward in this lifetime in this way and that was we'll get into blocks and in, and in, in that sense because they're always guiding us towards what we cannot see yet because we're using only the analytical limited ego ego mind whereas intuition is is a lot broader it can see 360 degrees degrees around. So this is the flow. The flow is the pace of nature. It is a lot slower than what we are used to. And the synchronicities will become more frequent. At least that is our goal. Because we are aligning with our soul. We are hearing that guidance and moving forward with it and shifting and doing whatever it is guiding us to do. Now, it's important to share these next two examples about synchronicities because I want to highlight that even though you can be seeing so many synchronicities around maybe a certain person or a certain job or a city or an apartment or a building that you're thinking of using for your business, it doesn't always mean that that is the building you're going to move forward with and sign on the dotted line, or that is a person that you need to date. A lot of times, synchronicities are absolutely right. They're never wrong. The universe does not send mixed messages. We just interpret things as mixed messages. And also, we have to remember, guidance doesn't come through from our intuition. It doesn't come through in a complete sentence. It will just say things like a phrase or one word. It is a little bit cryptic in that sense. For a quick example of that, I had my dog's energy cleared in uh, 2017. And this woman with a pendulum who was in California, I never met her, she kind of went over and got picked up that he was kind of a rescue. And so she cleared some of his abandonment issues and feelings around that. And at the end, she we went over all of the things I was feeding him, I was giving him a green mixture, and I was adding supplements to it. So with her pendulum, she was able to tell me yes, no, 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 yes. And at the very end, she had said to me, oh, by the way, he needs a little bit of salt in his food. Your body, Noel, had said no to the Celtic salt. It needed the Himalayan pink salt, but he actually needs the Celtic salt. So that was it. I had then changed him after that, after working with her to a completely raw diet, which was one of the best things for him. Even at, at 10, 11, he was bouncing off the cabinets wanting more. Um, but then... Uh, about a month, two months after that, he started to get this goop in his eye. And some mornings it was so bad and I could see his eye was actually red on the outside because it was it was irritated. He would start to close it halfway and I, I felt so bad for him. Um, I would email my holistic vet and, and asked her what to do and she had suggested some homeopathic drops, which were great, but they gave some relief, but they didn't get to the root cause. They didn't make the goop go away. They didn't make the irritation any less. And at the same time, I remember hearing the word salt in my head. 
just the word salt. And also at the same time, there was a commercial that played a lot on TV and it was for eye drops. And it was talking about how people with dry eye have a salt imbalance in their body. Hence, they get dry eyes. They don't have enough salt in their body to hold on to the water that they need to lubricate and and soothe the eyes. So combined with those two things, I remember thinking, oh, he needs salt. Elizabeth had told me he needed Celtic salt, and I was not giving it to him at the time. So within one day of giving him salt in his morning and evening food, the goop went away. And I share that example because intuition was not telling me in a complete sentence, hey, Pierre needs some salt in his food and that will make the goop in his eye go away. It just told me the word salt. So it does not always come through hardly ever in a complete sentence. It will come through in phrases and it will come through in a combination of salt and then the commercial. It's kind of up to us to decipher and figure out how intuition is coming through for you. And a lot of times it will not make sense till you get some information later on. You may recognize something as a sign or a synchronicity. Now, to go back to the synchronicities, when I took a part-time job in 2017, because I still had not figured out what the next step was for me in my life that would then make all the other things start flowing again, like my style clients and trips and, and so forth. And the next step, as we know, was to start lifting the veil and start sharing this somehow wisdom I have, which... I don't know where it comes from and I don't really know how I know it. You can say it comes straight from straight from above. It's a, it's a direct download, but I met this guy and we um after a few months we exchanged phone numbers and I remember the day we exchanged numbers. He had gotten these coupons from somebody for um, a coffee drink. It's a coffee drink that is sold in cans that you can get at any major grocery store. And I remember liking him, but still kind of being unsure, thinking, I like him, but he's not really the one for me. And I'm not that, you know, I'm not that attracted to him, but, but I, but I do kind of like him. I was Again, just obviously not on board, 100%. So every time I pushed him out of my mind and thinking, no, he's not the one for me. No, I'm not going to go on a date. I'm just going to deny when, you know, he calls me or texts me or whatever. Um, I kept seeing signs for this coffee drink. Now, we had talked about other things and connected over other things like yoga and food and things like that. But it was specifically this coffee drink I started seeing signs for all the time every time I thought about again just pushing him away this coffee drink would come up so we ended up it was a clear synchronicity we ended up going out once and um we didn't really again nothing happened when we went on the date we went for a walk along the Chicago River and at the end we hugged and said goodbye and that was it but we never ended up dating we didn't end up kissing we didn't end up doing anything and I'm sharing this with you because the synchronicities yes were so strong but spirit was sending him to me just to get me to shift something 
it wasn't sending me all these signs because, oh, hey, you need to, to move forward and date him. And now as another story, I met somebody also at my same part-time job a week later. And same thing, he was somebody I was not attracted to at all. But we did end up, he did end up asking for my number. He wanted to send me something that could only be sent via text. And I gave him my phone number and I didn't have my phone with me at the time. But then when I got home a few hours later, I looked at the text from him and it had my purpose number in it, the one, two, and the six. Now, my purpose number will show up in all different combinations, 621, 216, 162. It will show up on when I'm going to work with a style client so I know I'm doing the right thing or um, it will show up on buildings, a little things I'm supposed to notice. When I was going to film an episode of a podcast with a friend, it showed up on a license plate. So again, it's like my spirit fruit, the pineapple. It shows up when I need to notice something or I'm on the right track. And when I saw this as his phone number, I freaked out. I was upset. I thought this is not at all somebody that I like. Him and I have nothing in common. I don't find him at all attractive. Now, come to find out we I'm still friends with this person to this day we have never never gone out we have never really even hung out outside of seeing each other at this workplace but he delivers messages straight to me for example um, a couple months ago he told me I really like your hair and I said oh the color or the style and he said the style and I had just changed it I started wearing it a different way he has told me when I wear a certain perfume he always says that one is divine on you it's like nothing else I've ever I've ever smelled it's amazing so he's sending me messages and also in a way it's a sign of support a sign of love a sign of adoration from the universe yes it may not be coming from the person that you want it to be coming from but somebody who gives you um I don't know an extra pancake in your in your brunch order that is a sign of abundance from the universe that is a supply a, a sign of support it may not be in the way that you thought or wanted or that you needed but it's a sign that it's coming that it's working now I share these examples because with both of these people I did not date them I did not get into relationship I actually did nothing even remotely physical with them at all but both of them came into my life and the synchronicities were very strong and very clear because there was still something from them that I needed to shift that I needed to embody they were showing me that hey these people are liking you you are desirable Noelle you are attractive you are sexy all things I was not feeling before so I think people get hung up and that the signs are so strong and the synchronicities are so there. And they absolutely are right. They are there. But it doesn't mean that is the right job for you or that is the right house for you. It is in that moment. And that moment may last for two months. That moment may last for 15 years. That moment may last for a week. It doesn't mean, because that's what you need in that moment. The soul is always evolving and growing. It's always sending us people and things. It's up to us how involved we want to get. And I'm not going to tell anybody not to date somebody or not to 
buy that house. It's just kind of if it doesn't feel right 100% aligned, then trust that feeling go with it. Um, remember, the universe speaks to us in symbols and, and in energy, it doesn't speak in our desires and our, and our wants, it speaks to us in the vibration that we are. So it's important to recognize these symbols and these messages. But it doesn't always mean that yes, this is a hundred percent go sign on this added line. You can get what you need from somebody. You can get what you need from a place. You can get what you need from a book without even buying it. Strong synchronicities do not mean that this is your soulmate and this is your your true love. It can just mean they're there to help you shift into something to bring you closer to what you really desire. Lastly, I want to talk about the idea or really the fear of missing something, missing an opportunity or a person we're supposed to meet. If we are feeling like, okay, we know synchronicities are a sign of you're getting warmer, keep going, you're on the right path. Remember, nothing is ever wrong or right. If you if you make a move forward, the the universe is always just going to then nudge you a little bit more this way or more that way. Nothing is if you decide to go into a relationship with that person, even though you could have gotten the lesson or the feeling or identified the veil without entering into relationship, it isn't wrong to enter into relationship. Your angels and guides are always going to be there for you. The universe is always going to be there for you. That's why it may end sooner than you think because the lesson was already gleamed in the first half. So to talk about the fear of missing something, I want to share a story of how in 2015, I remember it was November, I was part of a networking group that I had been to almost religiously every month for several years. But I wasn't going anymore because I just didn't vibe with the group as much. And I was gonna, my membership was just about done. And a friend asked me, are you going to the November luncheon? And I remember telling her no. And then about a week later, somebody else asked me, are are you going to the November luncheon? Am I going to see you there? And I remember thinking, ooh, a second person has asked me, I'm kind of feeling the nudge that I should be going to this. But I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to get all the way downtown into the loop. The food at the luncheon is never good. I don't want to buy a ticket. I don't really like the group that much anymore. Eh, I'm not going to go. Well, the morning of the luncheon, I got a text from one of my friends, somebody totally different than the other two people who had asked me previously. And she said her son was sick. She needed to take him to the doctor. Did I want her ticket for the luncheon? So that was obviously a clear sign that I needed to go. So I'm sharing this with you because when something is meant for you, not only will the universe move heaven and earth to get it to you, even if you keep saying no to it, but also it will also come your way so effortlessly and so easily. And when it comes in the physical, it will be better than you could have ever imagined with your limited analytical 
ego mind. Remember, intuition is letting all of our brain flow, but intuition means that we need to put our faith and trust in the unseen, and that is what the universe is. That is what co-creating is. It is putting together your manifestation list, and then it is letting go and paying attention to what then people and situations and things are brought your way. Sometimes it is going to be, there's going to be synchronicities around it, guiding you, move forward with this, keep going. Just like the one guy who had my purpose number and his phone number, we've never dated, nothing has ever happened, but he delivers messages straight out of his mouth are things that I need to hear or that are reassurance of something I'm doing is on the right path. There was actually another guy who came into my life. He came into my life a month after I started working with the Jade Egg. And I will do a whole episode on that, how it came into my life, because I didn't even pay for it. Another example of this $500 course, another example of how when something is really meant for you, trust me, it will find its way to you. Um, so I didn't even buy this $500 Jade Egg course. It came into my life. And um, a month after of working with doing this Jade Egg course and working with it, which basically reconnected me to my sexuality and sensuality, and there's some other things from it too, this man came into my life. He was somebody that I was working with. And I remember really, really liking him, really being physically attracted to him. I liked his personality as well, but I remember meeting him and immediately liking him. And for me, that was really rare. I had always liked guys who I was intellectually stimulated by them, and they were interesting and interested and wasn't really a big physical thing for me. Now, this guy always kind of pushed away because he was kind of involved with somebody and they had kids together. So it was not he wasn't available in my mind. Now, it didn't become into my conscious awareness till later that he was there in my life so that I could realize that I could be that physically attracted to somebody again, which was, as I had mentioned, a great rarity in my life. So again, you can get what you need from somebody. They can get you to shift something that is the next step on your journey. That is the next step from your intuition, which is bringing you closer to your natural state, love, joy, health, and abundance, without actually dating them, without actually doing anything with them, without actually moving to that city or, like I said, signing on the dotted line for that new house. And if it's meant for you, if that house is meant for you, if that person is meant for you, it will keep nudging at you and knocking at you and coming around until you, until it makes its way into your conscious awareness. So you will not miss it. A free ticket to that luncheon will come up because you are supposed to go, because you denied and pushed away the nudges and the, and the urges to go before. So just remember that synchronicities are you're getting warmer, you're on the right path, and you're also allowed to ask for confirmation on your path. You can ask, am I doing the right thing? Can I see a feather? Can I hear a certain song? You're allowed to ask for 
a, a sense of certainty, a sense of a confirmation, if you want. This is why oracle cards are great. It's not tarot, but oracle cards have cards like let go and success and contemplate and um, retreat and play. So you can pull things and pull a card that will just make the subconscious conscious. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it as many stars as you can. And as always, there are a ton more resources, recipes, um, other blog posts on spirituality and synchronicities on my site, which is lifting-the-veil.com. And let me know. Let me know what topics you'd want to hear. Let me know what situations pop in your life, what synchronicities are coming your way. And thank you again, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.